Hello. Hi. W- welcome, hi. welcome to my podcast where safety is number one priority. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I, I got it. I got to wear my mask. I, I got to prepare. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, guys. Today, my guest is amazing Stanley Akastashek, Aka Stanley Star Promotion from the band Crank from Czech Republic. Woohoo! <laughs> Good to see you, man. Long time no see. Yeah. I miss you uh, all. We haven't seen each other in well, a couple months. Since the summer of 2020, yeah. I think. Yes. That was yeah. a long time. Oh. Shit, that's no uh, uh, the march. Uh, I mean, the the march against uh, for, for the women's rights. I yes, bet that exactly. was like September, something like that. Stashek, thank you so much for taking part in my podcast. You already heard my first episode with Joe. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I listened to uh, yesterday. Cool. So you already know what we talk about here. Of course, uh, right now, when I talk to you, a lot of other episodes are already recorded. So as you already uh, noticed, probably a lot of topics like hardworking, you know, friendship are essential. Right. So yeah. this is like a basic stuff. And I know there is like a real hardworking and friendship and all other stuff in Krang as well. But let me start with something like, how are you guys doing right now? Amazing, uh, great new song, a powerful yeah. video. And uh, we all wait, like we are recording this in the beginning of March. I don't know when it's going to be out our episode, but we are waiting right now for your album, guys. So we are really excited. Uh, and wait for yeah, it's this. gonna be yeah it's gonna be out on april 16 so i think uh it's gonna be after the you, you published the episode i guess i think maybe yeah because i've yeah. got like four or five to go <laughs> so we'll see okay okay yeah uh so you want to hear something about uh how we're doing or uh, what's what's new or something like that yes let's start with this how is crank right now <sighs> Crank is uh, it's like all the other bands in the world probably right now, uh, just chilling. But we use the COVID situation to finally get like uh, prepare and record a new album because uh, otherwise we were playing kind of a lot. So we used we used this time the free time to to prepare and record the new album. Uh, we we spend a lot of time uh, with, uh, like it was produced by, by Yotam uh, from uh, Useless ID. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time on Zoom, like we are doing now. Uh, and like uh, we, we were preparing a lot of, uh, like we never, actually this is like the, the most major or like the evolved album from Crank. It's not just about like every band, you know, like everything you record, everything new is something like better. But this is like totally, we really, like two albums before we go to the studio with like six to eight songs, even not ready. And we go out with 11 or 12 in like three or four days. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of do it like really fast and everything was like really punk. <laughs> but this time we, we, prepared everything we make demos uh, we send it to Yotam for correction he sent it back and we talk about so the whole pre-production stuff take really a lot of time compared to the the first album to okay. first two albums so yeah so have you ever worked with a producer before no no this this was the first time there was this was like the first time for 
a lot of things. Uh, we record first time in like a really good studio. We spent a lot of time for a first time in a studio uh, from Damien from Skywalker. If you know the band, the hardcore band from Czech I Republic. I know. So uh, he's got really like professional studio. So we spent a lot of time there and first time with producing. We were not sure how it's gonna be, but Yotam was really cool and he gave us a lot of freedom. It was really good, good experience. It was not like we expect like we do something and he said, nah, this this sucks. But he he just like he said, Yeah, it's good, but maybe you can put this chord away or like you know, double this. And this is just my ideas. And we just pick up what we like and then like uh, edit some what we like and collect it together and like make a song so great yeah but it's also cool to hear that you were so well prepared for that studio because i think like many years ago uh, if i look to the past right now we were not prepared as well so well as we were prepared for, for example, that inside of or, or rotten to the core. But I think rotten to the core. I think we, I was writing some lyrics even in the studio, as I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. That, but to that yeah. inside, we were comp we were fully prepared. I, I was really proud of us because we were fully prepared, and I was never expecting to have such level of comfort. <laughs> you know, when you are going to the studio and you are so well prepared, and you know that you know that's like like total peace of mind. You know. I think you were. Yeah, 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 that's right. But even then, even if you're prepared, like we were prepared, then we, like in studio, we change some things because when it plays together, I mean, when it, when you got demos and then it's like, uh, it sounds somehow and it sounds cool and everything and you think, yeah, it's going to be really good. But then you record it and you put like the second guitar and then you think, okay, this this should be, this should be changed to something. So, even though we were really prepared and everything was like uh, ready, then we changed a couple of things. And amazingly, I mean, surprisingly, uh, we made a lot of back vocals in there. I think we'll put a bad religion in shame <laughs> with, <laughs> with so many vocals we put. And then uh, after after the recording, after the first mix came out, then Yotam called us, guys, we need to put at least half of every, all the vocals out. It's too much. It's so, it's so much back vocals and harmonies that like uh, we need to put it out. So we were kind of disappointed, but in the end, I guess it helped. So great. Yeah, yeah. You will see. You I will love, hear. I, to, to be honest, I love back vocals and I love uh, harmonies on vocals. So I'm a huge fan of of those. So um, I hope you just left some of those. <laughs> no, 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 no. We. It's still. It's still. Uh, it's still full of back vocals and, and harmonies and melodies and we got like two really good singers Dan and Henny like the drummer they both sing this time uh, Henny sings like three songs on the album so before that, that like he's just sing some parts but now it's the first time that he do the whole song and Daniel just do the second second voice or like changing and we we do the back vocals but uh, yeah so yeah we play a lot with the with the, with the harmonies and uh, vocal stuff on yeah. this album. Back vocals are a really powerful uh, element for me uh, in all the all of the songs. Sometimes I regret I don't have like a 
male uh, back vocals. I'm not able to to sing like a guy, to make my own harmonies and back vocals as a guy. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> what can I do? But anyway, th this makes song really powerful for me. And uh, I think this is like maybe even the first thing what makes a band work, to have a great songs. But also if you have a great song, you need to remember that back vocals are really important because it makes the song relevant and people can relate to it if there are back vocals they can sing to it or they can sing in the car of because right yeah it's it's a, it's a big shame for, I, I, well we both see a lot of bands on tour and yeah. we play gigs and like the, one of the worst things for me that can happen to the bands that they got just one vocal i mean the, the main vocalist yes and maybe once in three or four songs someone do the, the gang so it's a really it's really a shame uh, that that bands don't uh, do a lot of like uh, the harmonies and vocal stuff. Like yeah, not everyone is a like a, is a singer, so he, he can do it. But I guess it's not that hard to you know sing together at, at the at the chorus or like you know do something, and that always makes the band. I mean, the, the whole song more special. Exactly. I know it. That's why I love Crank so much during live shows because you all guys sing all the time. So this this yeah. is really great. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what we that's what we do because we know that you know uh, all all those chords were already played, but yeah. if you put four four vocals to the to the show, then well something good can pop up. Exactly. And when you see like two bands, you may sometimes realize that like one band it's uh, is standing out for you. One band, something is working for you. Other band, even with great song, is not working totally for you. So uh, I think, you know, we are talking right here during in this podcast about the topics, about the reasons, about the um, things that make the band work. Right. So I think we just came up with the idea with something maybe not everyone is aware of that even all the guys involved with their mics, with their harmonies, with the gang singing like at the, at the shows, this really makes the band work because even with a great song, one band will not be so successful and the other band will have so much more power of their songs if they all sing together. Like not yeah. every... Not all the time, right? So I'm not talking about singing like everybody in the same time all the time. But no, 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 no. of course. Yeah, that, that's right. And the thing is that uh, you you can do it in a studio and you can have a really awesome record for like, you know, like the Green Day and everything. They're like three piece band and then they got like great records. But if they will be just three guys on the stage. They will never play how it's on the record. So that's why they have, you know, the, the guitar players in the back, in the backstage or like, you know, yeah. the back vocals people. So band should always like be, uh, you can you can make a really good record overall with a lot of vocals and everything, but you should be aware that you have to play it live. Yes. That's, that's, yes. that's, that's kind of important because you can do pretty much a lot like everything in studio you can you can do like really good guitar solos and riffs and everything back vocals and you know like changing and everything but when it comes live it's it's uh, it's kind of hard so you you can't you have to think that you're not overproduce the the record then then like people are like expecting like 
Yeah, they listen to the record and I say, wow, shit, that's really good. And then they see you live and then there's just the whole set is just one vocal and, you know, and like uh, they are kind of disappointed. So Yes. Uh, I have I have to calm myself down sometimes because I would give a lot of vocals to the to the uh, you know the song in the studio, but then I know that uh, no one's gonna sing like that on stage <laughs> with like you know four harmonies and what's the point, right? Of course, it's great that it's great to have it's great to have a balance, I think, because you need to have harmonies. I love harmonies in the songs, but you can't, you, you need to keep the balance just to have not too many of those to be able to perform with this great energy also live. And yeah, I think, right. and I think this is what bands sometimes uh, don't realize. But what I see on stages sometimes is that there is one vocalist and all the other guys are focused on their own instruments and they don't even you know look at the at, at the people look at the audience uh, like th th there is no connection between them and I, th and I think the mic gives you the mic is like kind of a bridge right yeah between to, to you the and the <laughs> if you play the solo uh, you you're like focused on the on the guitar and you yeah. don't look at the people or something but it, when you do this some back vocals are like thing that everyone else will probably sing with you as a main vocalist you know that the the mic is connection like that's yes. that you're the most connected uh person in the band you're you're the bridge between the band and the, and the people and the microphone is your your weapon <laughs> <laughs> exactly coming back to crank how did it all start why uh crank is crank whose fault uh, is this <laughs> uh whose fault it's uh, Gabo's niece. Uh, we were we were just like uh, we met together like five years ago with the guys from Criminal Collection, which is like awesome pop punk band from Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. uh, like Thomas, the guitar player, and the second Thomas or Henny, the drummer yep. and the singer. Uh, we know each other for a long time, and I've been like touring with them as a manager driver merge guy for a long time and we just like uh, uh told one day we sit down and like let's do some fast like punk rock project it's like not any more bands playing this style in czech republic or like around let's do let's do some stuff and then we said okay but we need a singer and then we just uh think about daniel uh he's like 10 years younger than uh, than me so he's like a, an engineer uh, but he he used to have a like band called Weekend, and we see him a couple weeks before, and he said like, yeah, he's a kind of good singer, so we can ask him just, you know, just to just to sit down and play like one or two songs, and we will see what uh, what will happen. And like we meet together and uh, play like some ideas, and like yeah, it was like really good. So we recorded like four songs, and but we still were not sure how we were gonna call it. So we were just uh, thinking about the name, and then uh, uh, Gabos, like the guitar player, niece, uh, said, eh, "Well, why, why are you not called Crank? Like, uh, you know, the, the brain from the Ninja Turtles." And well, we said, "Oh, why not? It's like a like villain, like a bad guy, and like it's yeah. really cool. And we love all we all love like Ninja Turtles and pizza and uh, all this PMA stuff, and uh, you know the cartoon and comic books and uh, and all the action movies and everything. So we said, oh, yeah, let's let's do it. It's like it's short and 
and it says something. So we just uh, so we decide to, to call ourselves Crank. So was it after you uh, wrote those four songs? The first no, no, it songs? was. Uh, well, it, it was uh, when we go when we came to the studio. We already know that it's gonna be Crank, but uh, okay. uh, we after the we after we record the songs, we have to set a Facebook page and everything and. After that, we 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 decided to call Crank. Okay, so you went just directly to when when you had had Crank, uh, you just decided directly to go into writing stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, we just no bullshit uh, around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no no bullshitting around. We just uh, we said okay, let's do like really short, fast songs about the the the, the nineties action movies and and everything, and you know, just fun, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing like serious and yeah in like after like two practices two rehearsals we have like four songs and okay okay so let's record it and we in like two months we we record the the, the four four songs ep and it was kind of like uh it was like positive the feedback was positive so we said okay let's let's uh, do a couple more songs and then we got like invitation for some shows already so it was kind of fast yeah. and after like a year after we recorded the first album then we get offer for touring the the, the central america and mexico uh, because the first album was uh out on the, the bird attack records infamous yes. bird attack exactly so but in in that time the bird attack was really something it, it has like big boom and uh, it has a name and it kind of helped us uh, to achieve what we achieved in like first two, two, three years. Right. So, yeah, it was like uh, after that, it was pain in the ass. Uh, probably everyone knows the, the story, but uh, in the beginning, it helped us a lot. So when you were talking about writing those uh, first songs, I could smell the chemistry <laughs> from the distance. So can you tell me, how do you guys write songs? Who is writing? If you are writing together, how does the process look like? In the first two albums, it was like, and I, now I have to think about, but yes, first two albums, like I made all the lyrics because I I, I can't play anything, uh, in no <laughs> instrument at all. Then I just uh, write the lyrics and send it to Daniel. And Daniel, as a main singer, he... He prepare some riffs and some, you know, melodies uh, on like acoustic guitar, and then he came to. Then we like just meet in the rehearsal and uh, we practice the song. Like he he played like uh, on the guitar on acoustic, and we said, yeah, okay, okay, so let's do this tempo, and then we just do the song together, like. Uh, okay. So you are doing this together at the rehearsal, but based on the lyrics that you write, right? Yes, yes, but with no melody, just there's kind of like a surprising thing because I, when I write the lyrics, I got some melodies in my head, but I can't put them to use. I, I don't know how. So I just like write down the lyrics and then I send it to Daniel and he came with totally different melody and everything. So I'm, I'm fine with that, I, it's, but it's, it's, it's kind of it's like uh, uh, interesting like part that I I do the song somehow in my head and then he then he came with totally different but 
uh, it's fine. It's fine. And then we together, we all together, like just uh, adding small pieces. Like Henny, Henny said, okay, let's do some uh, drum break here, and let's let's play the, the beginning faster. And then Gabo said, okay, let's put like some octaves and like some some guitars here, and just uh, do okay. the songs together. Except the last album, on the last album. That was my question. <laughs> yeah. So how did it, it was, work? Uh, it, was, uh, it was a different, a little bit different. I do, I do like half of the, of the lyrics or like, well, okay, so like 70%. But uh, then uh, like a Henny uh, do one song, the whole one with like melody, melodies and harmonies. And then Daniel got like two songs uh, also with uh, his lyrics. But uh, we we were doing those songs together. We like not all, a few of songs were uh, made like, uh, as I said uh, in the beginning, but we just want to work together. So I came with the lyrics uh, to the practice uh, and then uh, like Henny and Daniel, they just uh, do some like vocal melodies and then we put a guitar into it and we complete it together. Okay, okay, cool. So, so, uh, so talking about who is who, so um, do you have like a split um, delegation, how it works with you guys? Because, you know, Krang is doing a lot of stuff. You've got thousands of merch. I'm also always jealous because you have like 20 uh, designs of t-shirts. Uh, you have a lot of things. You have hats. You have a lot of uh, uh, vinyls. You have uh, a lot of shows. You are touring abroad. How do you all guys do it? Do you have like a split uh, of tasks or there is one person in charge or two people in charge? How it works with you guys? Well, it's mostly my part. Uh, I'm, the, I'm doing the, 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 the merchandise, touring and everything and like this and the guys doing the music okay. so so we have it we have it split like this uh yeah because uh, as, as you probably like people will not see but we 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 got a camera on so you can see i got a lot of comic books uh behind me yes so i got a lot of graphics and like designs in my head so i'm uh, i'm putting it uh like with the combination, you know, every every band have to have to have their some face. I mean, the band have to have some uh, image. Yes. You know, you have a misfits, then you have look at like schools, skulls, zombies, and uh, you know the dark stuff. Uh, you got bad religion. It's like a smart lyrics. Uh, you know. PhD singer and you know songs about the politics and the society and everything yes. and then it, there is a crank which uh, it's always balancing between like a comedy and a serious stuff and it's all together melted with the like cartoon comic books and like uh, action movies so every band should have their own face which they are recognized by you know and I'm trying to to keep uh, pushing on that direction. I mean, having a fun, but not forgetting about the serious stuff. So you we usually like combine like the new album is called Make Arcade Great Again. So it's like you know we're making fun of the the, the Trump and the, all these like racist assholes. Yes. Just yes. changing, just changing with one word and like 
uh, thinking about uh, we have a songs make our together great again and like uh, you know we sing there that like if they don't if they drop all the guns and we put the uh, arcade into the into their home they will spend uh, their time uh, in a better way than like you know being a racist asshole like playing all day the Pac-Man uh, it will it will cure <laughs> yeah <laughs> all, all the bullshit in their head so it's like you know we're trying to we're trying to always like uh hit some serious things with a little bit of fun so um this is what i love about crank because your image and all the designs everything that is crank uh connected to and the visuals all the visuals are consistent like yeah. you know yeah, everything as, you as, do as i said, as I said that you have to you need you need to have a face yes i mean if you if you have a design with the rose and a knife like 90 percent of the hardcore bands what, what does it mean that you're selling the flowers or like you got like a shop with the knives or you know and then we then then we put like you know the the, the arcade machine on the t-shirts and that's because we like to play the arcade stuff or we put some like Ninja Turtles oriented uh, design. As I said, you need to have a face. It's it's kind of hard to keep on because you know uh, you need to still think in, in advance, think about all the designs and everything, not to just copy yourself. So as I said, it's it's also the part of the. I'm not sure if success, but it's also the part of the band uh, to have a face which people recognize. Exactly. Not to not to. Not to be one of those punk rock bands one of those hundred of punk rock bands in, in there who just you know playing like a good music fast music uh, but to have like the face that's that's kind of like really important besides the friendship and you know uh of course yeah this is like a basic stuff this is like a basic stuff and i really you are a really smart guy <laughs> you are really you're such a smart guy stashek because i think this is sometimes really simple to think about but it's really hard to stick to as you said the face the visuals the image that is consistent that if you figured out something it's really hard to stick to it because i know um based on our example on cf98 that we always want to change stuff and we are talking about some consistent visuals consistent uh, theme even logo right we have maybe 10 logos which yeah. is not which is not cool we know this and <laughs> uh, i think this is just uh, our fault and we realize this but this is really smart and really wise what you said that this is like a, like this is obvious for a lot of people, I know this, but this is really hard to put into the real life and stick to the plan. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not easy, and, it's not but easy. Uh, it's 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 important. But you know, the logos are like problem. It's not it's not like a uh, 1995 or 2000 when you made one logo and it, like no fun at all and melancholy. They just do a logo and it stick to them for like 30 years now it's not that easy it's like uh it's kind of hard but uh you have to be you have to you, you have to just circle circle around one topic but change it a little bit you know from time to time i know what you mean but you know yeah. but like no fun at all uh even if we are talking about the logo no, no fun at all it also works for them right one logo for such a long time 
So yes. no. So of course. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. A, the same. Well, like like the, the synthetic surfers are exactly. You know, yeah, I know that music is the most important part here, but also creating. I don't want to call this a brand because you know maybe we don't want to call the punk rock stuff a brand, but sometimes you need to call like the real yeah. names of the things, yeah, right? It's, it's a brand of on its own way. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's not a brand like. A, part of the business but yes. let's call it a brand like part of the design part of the face of the band and then we can call it a brand i mean and if you and if you see the font of satanic surfers you may not even read the whole band name satanic surfers no, no, you already know that you already satanic know surfers. you already yeah, know that this yeah. is ignite you already know that this is satanic surfers you already know that this is no fun at all you already know Our that this is descendants they, exactly they, yeah, they, they 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 have the same phone for like 40 years and you always you always know it's a bad relation. Yeah, I can tell you that this is very smart and very obvious for me, but I know um from CF98 example that this is really hard task to do. What we yeah. are talking right now about. It yeah, is. this is really hard. Because you need to do it all the time. It's not like do one shirt a year or like one thing a year. You need to just keep pushing i mean if the feedback is good i mean you do some designs or like you know you do an album and it sells out or like you know the designs and the, the merchandise itself you need to keep pushing you you can't just uh, keep on the one or then one design you you need to keep on and do and do more and like just keep rolling and thinking about in advance with, with everything yeah yeah. So I know it's like a, it's it's COVID times, hard times and shitty times right now. But do you guys rehearse, uh, play rehearsals uh, very often? How it works? Like how did it work? How uh, did it work before COVID and how it works right now? Well, we, we haven't rehearsed since uh, studio, so it's uh, we haven't met in a couple of months. Uh, but uh, the the biggest problem is uh, that uh, Daniel moved to Prague or like to to Liberec, which is north of the Czech Republic, is like five hours from us. So it's kind of hard to to meet up. Uh, so we can we can do only some weekends. And even then it's, uh, you know, when he drives five hours here, then we play and then uh, he need to stay overnight and then go. So it's like whole weekend. But before that, we, we play a lot. So like practice on the show we play the songs we play the same songs last four or five years we we start start kind of getting fed up of it so now we have a new album so we choose like eight songs from the new album which we're gonna play we kick out like like five songs from the the old playlist mix the new one and we said to ourselves then after the releasing the album because you know we choose eight songs which we like but people can have a, like a little bit different uh, view. So we probably wait after the album will come out and uh, we will wait after the feedback and maybe we will change, we will add or maybe kick out some of the songs we choose. And then we, then we like uh, gonna start like uh, practicing, but uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, uh, if the show will start any any anyhow like soon yeah. because i i think the summer ah, i think even the summer will not uh, not be like positive for the shows all those festivals and everything when i see it from my side 
from my vision is that without the vaccines, uh, the COVID won't go away. Yeah. And in speed, like uh, the Czech Republic is vaccinating like 20,000 people a day, it will take like almost a year to, to vaccinate most of the population of Czech Republic. Given the speed of Germany or everything, I think I think that 2021, maybe end of 2021 will be will be will be okay for for touring. If if that happened, like you know, when you when you will have vaccine, you will be able to travel uh, abroad to another country, or may, and even play a show. That will be probably the only solution, uh, yes. which I see. And if the venues survive, if the venues survive, that's that's a that's a that's the biggest problem. Uh, yeah. Not not the biggest problem, but it, it's a huge problem because all the bars, restaurants, venues, they live just from this. And okay, if it's if it was like six months or like one year, even one year is a lot. If if you are not able to 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 do your job or like to earn the money for one year, and you are, for example, in a uh, you're in a rent space, it's not your own. You rent it, you pay your rent. It's not possible to keep it. Yeah, yeah some yeah. governments, yeah, give some donation or something, but uh, it must be really hard. I I, I like. I'm following few people who have like the venues or clubs and I know them and yeah, they doing whatever they can to survive like uh, live shows, uh, like the streams and like, or like some uh, uh, beneficial, you know, yeah. like, but that's, that's just, that's just pay for like uh, the, the basic bills. So yes. It's uh, I can't imagine how hard it is for for like for the venues, especially for the punk venues or like you know uh, the, the the underground venues. They they were bad on the on the bad side even before the COVID. It was like you know they were like just surviving, but now it's uh, it's kind of hard. I know it's same here. Not everybody is getting the help from the government, and a lot of people are losing their jobs. And I have no idea if. Uh, most of them will survive, to be honest. And I don't know about the summer 2021, but I also have like a mixed feelings about it if anything is going to work out. Uh, maybe some opener festivals, maybe some smaller opener festivals. Yeah, which yeah is, with limited, limited yeah, capacity not, or something like that, yeah. Not those, you know, huge festivals, but those... Uh, uh, smaller ones which we actually attend and we actually love in Europe where we can play or, or we can attend but I'm not sure about this whole year and I'm not sure if even with the vaccine like you will not vaccinate all of the people like w of, even of, within of one course. year and, uh, not I don't know how the, how the rules will be set yeah. but uh, I guess they will they will probably let you inside to the show only with the vaccine and i know a lot of people don't want the vaccine yes. not just just they don't believe but they just don't want to get vaccinated i'm i'm kind of used i travel all the world and i have like 27 vaccines already in my body and i just you know uh, and i believe in science so so i'm me too <laughs> I, 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 will, I will be totally the when I will get a chance to get vaccinated, I will, I will, I will get it. And you know, if something happened to me in five years because of the vaccine, well, let it be. Um, it's gonna be 
that's gonna be the input for the scientists to you know to improve the the vaccine i'm 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 ready to i'm i'm ready for it so but yeah. you know if you if you won't be vaccinated you won't be allowed to the show it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for 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 the people you know it's i i really hate these rules i i, I really it's kind of like you know when it's not. I think we don't have these rules in 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 Poland or Czech Republic, like in the U.S. When you when you are not allowed to go to the show if you are underage, it's not it's not happening here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. You can. You're you're 14, and you can go to the punk show however you want or to the bar. But so I always think those rules in in the states or like in the other countries, like you know, all the shows which are not all ages are stupid. I mean, how can they? What was the difference if you're like uh, 17 and then and then 18 and you are allowed to the show? What's what's well, that sucks. And something like this will uh, be with the vaccine, but with the more obvious reasons. I mean, you yeah. can you can you can spread the um, you can spread the disease if you're not vaccinated or like you know you can. I will get a vaccine as well as soon as I can. But my mom, uh, 70 year old plus. Is still waiting yeah. for her for hers vaccine so yeah my, my parents too my my yeah. parents are like 70 my mother is older a little bit than my father but my father is 70 mother is 72 and they, like yesterday they start to the application for a vaccination for people over really? 70 so, yeah so like from the beginning of the year they they vaccinated like uh, the, the medics and uh, the people which are 80 and older yeah and now like yesterday they start like first of march uh, they started to then you can you can subscribe or like you can you can sign uh for to get to get vaccinated but then it will take again a few months to do the vaccination for them so yeah uh, i don't know when we when we will get vaccinated i, I guess 50 like plus summer. <laughs> You know, let's talk about some more positive stuff for a second. You said a couple of moments ago about a successful band. And I would like to ask you a little bit more about it. What does it mean to have a successful band? What what it means to you to play in a successful band? There are two there are two two ways to be a successful band from my one is to be a successful band is to live out of it. To to you know to do it for a living. That's that's one way of success. And the second one, which I prefer, I don't want to, firstly, I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to live from the music. And, and I don't want to, I don't want to earn a, I don't want to do it as a job. It's kind of, we, we were talking about with the guys, but we do it or I do it because of the passion, because I, I love it. If I will do it as a living and I will just not feel well or something and I will go to the show, and I will tell to myself, oh, shit, I, I don't want to play tonight or like I don't want to play that gig, but I need to because it's my living. And yeah. in that yeah. time, it will end for me. That's that's why I don't want to live out of it. I want to have a, like my job and I want to play as a band, as a hobby, just just like that. And so then there is a second uh, vision of like being a successful band. That's when they people recognize you, and you you got some kind of like base of your of the fans, and you got some 
little name or like you got the name that's or the poster that's when yeah yeah then that then, then then think that you are successful yeah when the when the people recognize you then it, then you probably reach the, the goal you want like they they when someone says crank they say oh yeah those guys are from czech republic right and that's that's kind of it that's so, so that's 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 for being successful band like playing a shows and have some be be a little bit known have have a name around the, the punk rock community yes and this is great and i got a that's feeling and i know it uh, that's not a feeling uh, that's 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 knowledge that you are talking as well uh, about crank and i know that this is going to be a complex question but how did you how did you guys do it or how did you do it to make crank successful we were talking about this the songwriting we were talking about the visuals the image the face of a band we were talking about some consistent actions you know having a plan what else is there anything on your mind what else that you need to have a talented like musicians in the band i mean it, it have to there are a lot of bands like the, the vocals are most important a vocal which people like recognize which will be a little bit different from all the other bands have uh, talent for melodies and like uh, this stuff because music is like it's important of course yeah but it's still like it's like just the beat and the guitars i know it is important but having a like good really good catchy chorus that's that's above all Like when you listen to the song for a first or second time and you already sing in together. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's 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 the that's the whole point from my side. There are a lot of bands like you know, like a Wilhelm Scream, like they are exceptional musicians, like op like propaganda. Yeah. They, they are the best musicians probably in the in the in the punk scene. You know, they're like super, super talented. But they got a lot of really difficult, like Madam, almost mathematic songs, but if they don't got like catchy like chorus or like really good like melodies, vocal melodies, I don't, I don't care, because uh, well, of course, like there are like thousand people and uh, thousand reasons why to love the band, but from my side, having a really good chorus and good vocal melodies is is uh, one of the one of the most important things. And I also love propaganda, and but I think this is a little bit different when you are propaganda and you are writing such stuff, which is not maybe so catchy. And I think we are in a different position, and a smaller band is a, is in a different position. Without catchy songs, no one's gonna recognize you, and no one's gonna see you and listen to you. If uh, I think it also depends on the size of a band when we are when it when we talk about like catchy chorus or something like this. Yeah, but but you need to you need to get somehow famous i mean if 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 if, if mill and yeah. colin will not do the pennybridge pioneers exactly and from that time they they didn't do anything better but they do a really good awesome like one of the pillars of the melodic skate punk yes uh, also thanks to the the brad gurevis who produced the album in in the states that they set some level everybody knows the Like you can sing all the songs and and everything, and then and then you set yourself like a pillar from where the pe where the band get like recognized. Uh, I mean, 
that's uh, you have to get somehow famous, but uh, it's different for each category of the of the. If you're in like a technical punk rock, you know you need to have like a really good. But as I said, I'm I'm looking from my side. Uh, for me, like the, the the vocal melodies and choruses are like a really important. You know, it's it's more than music. Yeah, and even the small band, they have to they have to probably you know the only way how to get bigger is just keep pushing and you know and get recognized and from for for me to get recognized or like to people get you know you need some catchy songs catchy yeah. melodies who people like singing in, in a car you know just i know it and talking about the crank from the like day one to the day today do you think you were looking up to some band were there any bands as a role models for you guys that you were just like looking up to and uh, learning from them taking some advices or some experiences or it was just based on like your observation and your your life well since all of us in the band got like really different uh, taste of music I mean, I'm, I'm the, the most skate punk, punk rock guy in the band. Then Gabo, he listens a lot to the, to the rock, to the Guns N' Roses and uh, that stuff. Henny is a lot of pop punk music, like New Fun Glory and, and, mm -hmm. and like that, that stuff. And Daniel listened to the, the, those like a Transit and like um, uh, flat new Flatliners and this like more rock stuff. And all of our visions crosses or like styles crosses in just few bands i mean like you know descendants like i love bad religion but none of those guys love them they they don't like them because they think that it's boring and then like i hate like guns and roses because like it's uh, like cock rock uh <laughs> yeah. it's boring for me. but then we get like few bands which we are connected with like descendants like no trigger uh melancholy and yeah uh, and this and this stuff so we there was no role model i think uh, for us like exact band maybe after the time that useless id mm -hmm. because we all of us uh, listen and love useless id i like the the faster albums some of us like the older albums but all together we love the useless id and then we then we have a chance to uh, tour with them and meet them guys like personally and it just uh, it fits. It was like magic. We we understand each other, and like you know, they were they were talking about how they do all those things like 20, 25 years ago, and we were listening. Like you know, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like like when the when the grandpa is telling the stories, and we were just sitting around <laughs> when when Ishai when Ishai were talking all the all his like uh, incredible stories when they when they met like some forty one at the airport when the, before they were like famous. And like yeah. and like useless ID were on the Kung Fu records. That was like old punk label. And like those some 41 guys came to them and like, hey guys, you are on the Kung Fu records. How the how did you get there? And you know, and after a few months they, they get signed with the major and they become like huge, you know, and and all those stories uh kinda like we, we love it and then like from that time we we looking uh, we looking at a useless ideas like you know kind of like a role model band because uh, those we, we love those guys and what they do we like it and 
we probably want to do it as them as as they are doing yeah and they survived such a long time they are great dudes they are friends um they wrote a lot of great albums and uh, they are touring and even though you know sometimes they are not in the same even country together yeah, they still yeah, survive, yeah. and this is also great. This is also about what you said uh, that uh, Danny is living in Prague right now, right? So, uh, like more north, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's like four, five, to Prague. five hours away. So, so that's practically. This is a great comparison because I think uh, we also have a drummer who is uh, who is driving uh, to every rehearsal eighty kilometers. So I think. What people say sometimes, oh, the distance, no, I'm not going to make it. Uh, I can't play in, in this band or that band because of the distance. Okay, come on. It's just a state of mind. You want to exactly. do it or you don't want to do it. Exactly. That's, that's it. Yes, that's, that that was that's, my point. That was exactly yeah, my yeah. point. So what is, the, wh- like, what, man, what, what is the real reason, right? What is the real yeah, reason? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just you want it or not. It's... The other things are like uh, it's like when you when you're smoking or when you or when you play in casino, you always find uh, the the money to buy more cigarettes or like to to spend. Yeah, that's that's the same with with a band. If you want, you will play, and there's no point of like persuading someone to play or like to come if they don't want to on their free will. That's uh, yes. That's that's the end of the band, or like that's the end of the. And the band member. If you feel it, if the, these people you can feel that are your brothers, sisters, you can like steal horses with them, you can yeah. write music with them, you can feel that it's gonna work out, just do it and don't search for some excuses like distance because you know how far it is from pra- from Prague to where you rehearse? Uh, 360 kilometers. 360 yeah. kilometers, yeah. So Yes. So four, exactly. four, four hours of drive by the car or five by the train. Yes. So people think about it. <laughs> yeah. That's and imagine how we how we meet up at the shows. Oh if my we gosh, drive, he, is... don't, he don't he don't drive to 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 our place, and then we go together. No, he he usually goes like on his own, because we you know drive the direction somewhere, and we ha- he have to go by himself. And then he go by himself back in the night, for example. That's, That's a serious you know, operation, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, it's the the logistic problem yeah. is uh, is kind of hard. So yeah, but you you can do everything if if you feel it and if you if you really want it, do it. And yeah, this is the this That's is the, the proof. So Stasek, is there anything, any advice you would give to? bands that are starting right now or uh, people who want to start a band or they're already in a band something is not working out is there any advice like what you've learned from your experience from having not only crime because you are in that scene for a longer longer time uh, you were before in uh, other bands uh, than crank but based on your experience is there anything you would advise to some other people younger people who want to start a band well, <laughs> uh, that's a uh, that's a hard question. That's the and last I one, I promise. <laughs> it's uh, it's probably different from for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if you want to start a punk band, 
don't do it because <laughs> you want to be famous or like don't do it for money don't expect the fame i see it on the smaller bands they start a band they playing for two years and nobody cares and they just give up yeah no no play because you love it and if you're at least a little bit good and you really work hard it will come back one way or another it, yeah it could be it could be like even that like all the bands will split up and you just you were the only one who stays and then it's the, the people are yours you know that just just don't 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 expect everything from the beginning you know it yourself cf yeah. plays for like 15 years 50 <laughs> no, it's like 50. yeah Yes, like 15. 2000, and, and then, uh, 2004, the first gig. Yep, yeah, we started as a punk artist, as, as my first yeah. band, 2004, yeah. yeah. Well, you see, and last, like, the, the, the success comes, success I, <laughs> uh, comes in la like last five years or something. Yeah, that like, uh, you can see that life, like last, last four or five years were like, uh, You get recognized by the international community and and everything. So, but it takes a time. And if you wanna, if 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 someone wants to just play a band to you know to be a big or something right in the begin, right from the beginning or something, then you'll probably be disappointed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Stashek, thank you so much. All the best for you. All the best for Crank. Fingers crossed for you for your brand new album, guys. And uh, yeah. I wish Thank you all the best and touring the whole world with this new album. Well, we're gonna tour together. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm just <laughs> hoping for this so much. And thank you so much for taking part in my podcast today. Okay. That was You're really cool to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy.